Uh, I want to talk just uh, briefly about bringing the change. Who wants to bring the change? Yeah, come, on, come, on. come on, who wants to make a change? Who wants to make a difference? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know about you, but uh, life isn't worth living unless you're making a difference. True? Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you want to make a difference in something. You want to make a dent in something. Uh, just don't make a dent in your car. Hey, Carolyn. Anyway, so, so we've got Faith, Love, Hope coming up, and uh, <clears throat> as Faith, Love, Hope is coming up, we're, we're talking about, you know, bringing the change. That's what it's about. It's about this little bit extra where we're going to come, and we, we're just going to push in a little bit further. We're just going to push the envelope a little bit more so that, what? So that heaven can come to earth, so that opportunities will be set up for generations to come. The reason we sit here today is why? Because someone else had the faith to build this building. Someone else invested their time, sweat and tears into this place. Their faith into this place to see it filled over and over and over again. And you know what? It's our privilege to see it full. Who knows that? It's your privilege to see it full. To be part of that, to bring the change to our generation, to those around us. Uh, for faith, love, hope, our scripture is um, 1 Thessalonians 1 verse 3. And it says this, it says, Remember without ceasing your work of faith and labour of love and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of our God and Father. I asked um, the host team this morning to put out faith, love, hope packs. You know, right now you're probably sitting on one. How about you get it out and have a look? I, I know we gave them out a few weeks ago, but... I decided this morning is that sometimes we get stuff in our hand and then we just put it to one side. Who does that at home? Yeah. You know, those things come home from school, they come out of the bag, they just end up somewhere. <laughs> I, I don't know. But, but I, I want to encourage us to have a look through this this morning. Uh, if, if you're like me, some of these things you don't look through in detail, but this morning I, I just wanted to have a look, is that in there we have a prayer and praise card. Up on the back walls we have our prayer and praise walls. But uh, during this week um, we decided, and what we do as a family is we sit down and we talk about faith, love, hope. We talk about, okay, kids, what are we going to believe and pray for this year? And my youngest son, Jesse came up with the most awesome prayer request I've ever heard. He must just follow after his father. <laughs> I want a roller coaster in the backyard. <laughs> I'm like, you write that down, son. Mum, you write that down. You make sure that happens. Like, honestly, if you're going to ask for something, you might as well ask for something that's way out there. And so he asked for that, and I'm like believing for it as well. So um, we're praying. Um, but... But then it was a case of just explaining to him, hey, what is this moment about? What are we believing about? What are we actually praying for? And so it's a great time where you're teaching the younger generation on what prayer is. Is that it's just not about our own needs, our own wants, but it's about what about others that we can include in these prayer, in this faith. And so Carolina and, and the crew and us, and we just sat there and we just spoke about, okay, what are we believing for? Okay, we're believing for healing. Maybe we're believing for our friends. We're believing for salvation. Uh, what, what are we going to start to pray and believe God for? And so each of the kids had to pack themselves and they filled out their prayer requests. 
And so then we said, okay, that, that's prayer request. You know, we've asked God for something, but what are we thankful for God for? Yeah, now, it's one thing to ask God for things, but it's another thing to be thankful. Yeah. Is that sometimes in life, and this is what I find, is that we forget what God has already given us. Yeah. So we actually forget on how to walk in blessing. Yeah. And, and so over the side, we go, okay, so what, what have you got to be, what, what can you praise God for? What are those things we can be thankful for? We can be thankful for the healthy family that we have, for the roof over our heads. We, we can thank God for those things. And, and there are a few things that our daughters had received just out of, I believe, just them wanting and believing, obeying God, is that they've been given certain things in their life. And they're like, wow, who would give a, a 12-year-old like nearly a, a $1,000 thing to help them? You know, and, and so it's like, well, okay, to help them with their ministry. And so, again, it's coming back and it's going, okay, how are we going to, what are we praising God for? What are we thanking God for? Because I, I love this scripture. It says, remember without ceasing. So it's saying, hey, pause, remember, but don't stop there. You know, sometimes we can remember what God has done in our life. We can remember those good things and, and we just stop and we stop receiving the blessing that God actually has for our life. Because you know what? He has more for each and every one of us. He has more for each and every one of us. So this morning, I just want to go over faith, love, and hope. The first one is, is that we believe this, is that faith dares to believe. Who knows? Faith dares to believe. It's one thing to believe, but then when you add faith, miracles take place. You know, you can believe and nothing can take place, but when you add faith, God moves. God moves mountains. In Matthew chapter 8, I love the story of the centurion. He comes to Jesus and says, hey, hey, Jesus, you know what? My, my servant is sick. Can you heal him? He's like, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll heal. I'll come now. And he goes, no, no, just say the word and he will be healed. That is faith in action. That is taking God at his word. It is saying, God, right now, I, I know where you get your authority. You know, faith dares to believe this, dares to believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. It dares to believe the Word of God. It dares to believe the authority of God. Do you realize that? That's what faith is. It dares to believe who God says He is. This centurion, he comes across, he's like, you know what, I, I know who you are. I know you're a man under authority. Just say the Word and you'll be healed. Right there, healing takes place. Jesus didn't even have to go and lay hands. It was at the very word of Jesus, healing took place. Later on in Matthew, you can read through in chapter 9, 27 to 29. It talks about the two blind men. They, they cry out, son of David, son of David, have mercy on us. Have mercy on us, son of David. And I, I love Jesus' response. He says, do you believe that I'm able to do this? He doesn't even ask me what. He's, do you believe that he knows what they want? And they say, yes, Lord. And he makes this statement. He says, according to your faith, let it be to you. Let it be to you. According to your faith, let it be to you. Faith dares to believe in Jesus. Faith dares to believe that He is the Son of God. It dares to believe in the Word of God, in the authority of God. 
the centurion, just say the word, yes, I believe. In Matthew 9, 23 to 24, talks about another scenario where Jesus makes this statement. He says, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. He makes that statement. If you believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Do you realize that right now, that word is for everyone in this building? To him who believes, all things are possible. To him who believes, all things are possible. No matter your circumstance, your situation, to him who believes. And and I love this scenario because in this story, Jesus is coming back and he had given his disciples the authority to cast out demons, to pray for people. And they've been praying for this young man who's been convulsing on the ground and nothing has taken place. And Jesus turns up and the father comes and he pleads to Jesus. He says, listen, your disciples have prayed and nothing has happened. Like, can you just do something? And Jesus makes that statement to him. But as soon as the father hears that statement, he says this. He says, immediately with tears in his eyes, he cried out, Lord, I believe. Help me with my unbelief. Sometimes, how many of us come to God like that? Is that we believe, but we still have a doubt. We believe God can come through. We've seen him come through, but maybe not in this situation. Maybe not in this, but faith dares to believe. Faith dares to believe. Faith dares to believe. How many times as Christians do we find ourselves in this position? I believe, but God, help me with my unbelief. We bring in prayer requests. Lord God, I'm believing, but... You know, when our faith is grounded in our present of what we see and experience, one's faith is always fragile. Do you realize that? For some of us, it's what's happening now, what I'm feeling now determines what I believe now. It's that we believe, but I need help with my unbelief. It takes me back to the time where Jesus was in his hometown. And the scripture says that he could not perform great miracles there because of the unbelief. And I always wonder, why would he put this scripture right here in this place? So all of a sudden, this father isn't going to receive a miracle. The father receives the miracle. But if you read the passage straight after this, the verse straight after where he says, hey, listen, help me with my unbelief. It says that the crowds came running. Jesus saw the crowds come running. The crowds came with expectancy. You know, sometimes when we're wavering in faith, the best thing that we need to do is position ourselves around people of faith. That is why it's so important on a Sunday that we're found in the house with faith-filled people believing for miracles to take place. That's why we do prayer requests. It's because sometimes, you know, I've got the faith, I I believe, but I just need that that someone else to join with me and believe. That's why I love... uh, testimonies that come. Why? Because it builds faith. It builds expectancy. It's right there at this moment. The guys, they, Jesus looks up and he sees the expectancy. They knew. They'd heard. They were expecting God to have a miracle right here, right now for Jesus to cast the demon out and see him become whole. And it came. Yeah. And it came. Faith dares 
to believe. Faith is a confidence that God is who He says He is and that He will do all that He has promised. That He will do all that He has promised. Our confidence can't be in our circumstances, our money, position, family or friends because eventually these things will let us down. It needs to be in our God. Our confidence must be in absolute, must be in absolute promises and unwavering character of God. That's where our faith needs to be. We need to position ourselves in a place where faith dares to believe. We need to dare to believe. When we fill out these cards, we need to dare to believe. God, right now we're believing for miracles to take place. Right now we're believing for salvations. Right now, and it mightn't happen straight away, but it doesn't mean you stop believing. It means you just go after it a little bit more and say, God, you know what? For me and my house, we will stand. There will be salvation. There will be miracles around the place. And so I encourage you this, this week, sit down. If you have a young family, sit down with your family and go through it. You know, if you're single or you're just married, newlyweds or whatever, sit down and go through it together. Write down, what are you believing for around the place? What are you believing for within your family, in your community, in the nation? And start to write, start to dream beyond the now moment. Because sometimes I find this is that, you know what, it's not about us, it's about those around us. It's what I find is that God comes and, and if you're not believing big enough, it never tends to happen. Because he wants to affect those around us. So make sure you go through that faith, bringing change dares to believe in the Son of God, the Word of God, the authority of God, and I will have a roller coaster in Jesus' name. Amen. Second one is giving is the action of love. Giving is the action of love. I love every time I come into this place is to see the, the time, the energy, the expectancy, the resource of individuals coming to fulfill the call that God has upon the house and upon individuals. Did you realize someone was here at six o'clock this morning expecting you? Yes, you just got here at 10.15, but from six o'clock, someone's been expecting you. The music team from about 6.30, 7 o'clock has been expecting you. They come expectants with faith. They come with their time, their talent, their ability, their resource, their energy. They, they come. You know, the most valuable thing we have right now is our time. Yeah. The valuable thing that you could give anyone is your time. Because once you've given it, you can never get it back. Yeah. You can always get finance back. You can always get those things. But when you give of yourself, when you give of your time, you're investing everything in. I love seeing what takes place on a Friday night. The team that comes out on a Friday night to minister the gospel to teenagers, yeah. to build foundations in teenagers. You know, they're giving their time. Yeah. They're going above and beyond. Yeah. They're investing into the next generation. They're giving yeah. of themselves to build a foundation. Yeah. Right now, the young ones downstairs have leaders that have come in at around 7 and they're building a foundation. They're giving of themselves their faith into the next generation. I love seeing the house of God. Why? Because it's generational. Why? Because giving is the action of love. Giving is the action of love. You know, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten, what? Son. 
that whoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. The centurion stepped out for his dear friend in love. Jesus stepped out of heaven because he saw the heart of a father that had compassion on humanity, that just longed for humanity to be connected back to its heavenly father in its rightful place. As the church, that is our mandate, is that we give because it's an action of love, because it's an action of who Christ is, of who God is. Jesus demonstrated the action of love by giving himself. You know, do you realize is that we are not saved by good works, we are saved for good works. Let me say that again. We are not saved by good works. Nothing we can do can save us. We believe upon Jesus Christ. We have faith in our heart. But we are saved for good works to actually outwork it. We are saved to outwork the mandate of heaven is to bring heaven to earth. We are saved to reach a generation. God uses the local church, uses you and I to spread the gospel of hope. Spread the gospel of hope to all humanity. To the person next to you and say, he uses you. He's going to use you. Yeah, you. Some of you are hesitant. It's like, do I have to? Is he? I I don't know if he's going to use me. Yeah, he's going to. All of us. He uses us. You and I. With all our imperfections. He uses us. He uses me. Just ask my wife. Yes. Thank you for the agreement. (laughs) He uses all of us. To bring heaven to earth. In giving of ourselves, we make a difference. I love this statement. The purpose of life is not to be happy. It is to be useful, to be honorable, to be compassionate, to have it made some difference that you have lived and lived well. Who wants to live well? I want to live well. I just don't want to exist, but I, I want to live well. As a church, we want to live well. We want to make a difference. We want to bring change to society. Who knows that? The church needs to be the light. We need to stand up and bring change. We need to declare the love of Christ. And of giving ourselves, we bring the love of Christ. It's an action of love that we can bring heaven to earth. I I don't know if you look through the pack right now. And what I find is that sometimes we take these things and we just skim over them, but we don't really have a look. Do you realize right now that we're bringing change in our community? You know, over the last year, if you pull out this one here, it says City Point Community Care. Talks about everything that we do as a church in our community for the last year. And some of you are like, yeah, yeah, I've heard some of this stuff, but do you realize week in and week out, people ask me, what do you do as a church? Well, what do we do as a church? Well, then they're watching the screen and they're like, oh, I didn't know we were involved in that. So we thought, well, let's show everyone so that we know what we're all doing. Is it you realize 12 tons of food a week? It's huge. Over a thousand Christmas hampers. 
Over a thousand packed the pantry bags were filled. Us as a church. Being the arms and the feet, giving of ourselves. This is what we do as a church. We bring change. We bring hope. We bring life. Do you realize that Red Frogs, and some people don't, is that Red Frogs was actually birthed out of our church. City Point Church. In a couple of weeks, they have a Red Frogs gala where they raise money for Red Frogs. And do you realize they hire out a venue in the city and over 800 delegates, I think, come? It's one of the major fundraising events in Australia. And then in every capital city, I think in Sydney, in Melbourne, and in Perth, they do another gala, corporate dinner. Where businesses, people that aren't even saved, come and give to the cause. This is what we're a part of. This is how we shine God's light. But within it, the gospel is always preached. Within it, the gospel is always preached. The last one is hope. Shouts, it's not over, we have a future. Faith, love, and hope. Hope shouts, we have a future. If you pick up this one and it says, as we look to the future, and then over the other side it says, over the past year, together we have. It has a, a one side is everything we've done over the past year. But then on the other side, it talks about, as we look to the future, together we will. Together we will see the name of Jesus lifted up. Together we will see the kingdom of God prevail. Lives changed, futures altered. And I, I, I read through this and, and I look at it and there are a lot of projects in there. Projects of expanding kids' rooms, expanding auditoriums. Do you realise that is? City Point, Ipswich, we actually have to extend the auditorium because it's too small. These are great problems to have as a church. Why? Because it says the church is shouting. It's not over. You have a future. As we show the love of Christ, we also declare the gospel of Christ. With faith in our hearts, we declare that Jesus is the Son of God. We declare that His Word is true. We declare that He has authority. And we shout that, you know what? That there is hope for the future. There is a hope and purpose for all humanity. There is a hope. There is a hope and that's why we do what we do. That's why we sit in this room and we worship God. That's why we sit in this room and people come and they receive Jesus Christ. They receive their answer. They receive hope. Because years ago, someone sat and believed for the generations to come. And this is what our faith, love, hope season is all about. 
It's about just not planting ourselves in the blessing of what we have. And we have amazing facilities. We have amazing programs. But it's not content because there's a still, there's a world hurting and dying. There's a world that still needs to receive the love of a father and know who he is. As a church, we are not ashamed of the gospel. Romans 1, verse 16 to 17. It says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. For everyone who believes. This is for everyone. This is for everyone that comes into acknowledge of who Christ is. As, as a church, we are here to declare the good news. The good news of the gospel, the good news of the kingdom of heaven is here and now. Here and now. It is here. It is our job to declare the good news. The good news shouts back at the world that you have a future. Verse 17, it says, For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Faith, love, hope. Faith without works is dead. That's what James talks about. Hey, show me your faith, I'll show you my works. The two go hand in hand. Like I said before, we are are not saved by our works, but we are saved for good works. To share the gospel, to bring hope to a generation. And as a church, we will not be ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power unto salvation that Jesus came and he died on a cross. And he rose again so that humanity could have relationship with a heavenly father. So when we step into faith, love, hope, it's not about some of us. It's actually about all of us believing. I pray when you fill out your prayer requests and your your praise reports that you fill it out diligently. But with your prayer requests, could I ask that you start to think bigger, to expand your believing that goes beyond yourself and into a community? that maybe goes beyond the community and into a nation and start to believe God right now that you know, Australia is the great south land of the Holy Spirit and that revival will take place, that His Spirit will pour out. And also too, when you come through and think about the generations that are come, is that we're going to be investing for the generations to come. For the generations that will come after us and declare the good news is that when you come and you've considered hey listen I'm going to give this above my tithes and offerings but when you do that I please ask it's not about how much but it's just about being part of it it's just about being part of it and it's coming saying God right now we're going to see revival take place we're going to see the great south land of the Holy Spirit rise We are going to bring the change 
that this generation, this world needs to see, whether they like it or not. Why? Because we believe in Jesus Christ. Yeah. We believe in His Word. Yeah. And we believe in the authority of God. We believe in the authority of God. Father God, I thank You that You are God. That You sent Your Son into this world to die on a cross so that we could have a relationship with you, a heavenly relationship with you. But God, I, I love that the fact that you would use us as individuals to share your good news, to proclaim your gospel to the ends of the earth, to declare that there is a hope, there is a future in you, Father God. And Lord God, as we come together as a church and we believe over this season, with faith in our heart. Lord God, we will see miracles take place. We will see foundations built. We will see the church arise into the bride that you've called it to be. Today, Father, pour out your spirit over each and every one of us. Spirit of God, thank you this morning just the heads bowed and eyes are closed I want to give an invitation this morning for those that don't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Saviour or you could honestly say that maybe you've been coming to church for years and you don't have an intimate relationship with God I would love to just include you in this prayer and so while no one is looking and Heads about. If you want to be included in this prayer, I'd love for you just to raise your hand. Just quickly as I look across. Is it, first of all, you want a relationship with God? Second of all, for some of us, we just want a stronger relationship. Thanks. Over the side. Anyone else? Father God, you see our hearts. You know our motives. Lord God, as we believe upon you today, as we believe upon your Son with faith in our hearts, that he died and rose again, so that we can be connected back to you in relationship with you. Father, as we believe upon you today, with those ones right now in this building that are believing upon you again or believing upon you for the first time, Lord God, I pray that you send your Holy Spirit to intertwine their lives. Lord God, from this moment forth, that it won't be a, a moment, but it will be an eternal decision to walk with you, for you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Come on, let's give God a hand.